After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
הדין. בלילות ובימים לזרום עם החיים, להתחדש מבפנים. כשהכל סביב פורח, הלב אותי שולח ללכת בהצעת האנשים שאומרים תן חיוך, תן מעצמך ותן חיוך, השם אוהב אותך, אתה יודע, הוא שומע, רק תן אפשר להתחבר למציאות טובה יותר. לשמח אנשים, לשאוף ולהגשים חלומות ישנים, להביט אל השמיים, כשהאושר בעיניים, לשמור על הצד האנשים Itzik Dadya with Ten Chiyuch here at JM in the AM. Before that, Aspak Larya, Ein Od Milvado. Ohad Had Lamelech, you heard Yesh Tikva from Benny Friedman, Mordechai Shapiro's Schar Mitzvah. Ba'asecha Hashem is our Monday morning theme song with Mayor Sherman and Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Monday on this final day of October 2016, day 29 of... In the month of Tishrei, the year 5777, it's Erev Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan. Rosh Chodesh starts tonight, will be uh, tomorrow, Tuesday and Wednesday. Two-day Rosh Chodesh, Tuesday and Wednesday. 46 degrees outside with 68% humidity, winds in north, 11 miles an hour. Sunshine today with a high temperature of 55. Then tonight, mostly clear and a low temperature of 39 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high temperature of 59 degrees. We're at 73 in Yerushalayim, 46 here in Jersey City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Big week for us here at JM in the AM as we 
continue to um, encourage everybody to make sure that uh, your plans are uh, are steady, your plans are are set for our big transition coming up at the beginning of December. Want to make sure everybody is equipped uh, with whatever's necessary: computer, iPad, uh, NSN, Nahum Single Network app, listen line, etc., web radio, etc., etc., uh, to make sure you could hear us after December the first when we go completely digital, which has been the talk of the town, it seems, and uh, we've been getting a, a tremendous amount of support and encouragement. And I thank everybody who's been. Um, recognizing our move toward the future. Uh, so that's happening December 1st, and uh, we'll talk more about that later on, making sure everybody is equipped and ready to move ahead with us. Um, final um, preparations are being made for the Thursday pre-election forum. Both New York City Councilman David Greenfield and the political uh, activist, and uh, commentator Jeff Balaban uh, have agreed to appear in a forum this coming Thursday here at JM and the AM to discuss the candidates from the perspective of our community uh, in advance of the election, which is a week from tomorrow. Election Day, believe it or not, is a week from tomorrow. It is hard to believe. So we'll do that uh, coming up here at JM and the AM on Thursday. And we're putting the final touches on, and uh, we encourage everybody to tune in. And, um, yeah, even if you're not undecided. Undecided certainly should tune in. But even if you're not undecided, you should tune in and to hear the perspective of people who are uh, clearly supporting the uh, Democratic and the uh, Republican side, respectively. So that will happen on uh, Thursday here at JM in the AM. And... Um, our Jewish Unity Initiative has been announced. Uh, we are excited that we're going to be broadcasting from Venice, from the 500-year-old Venetian ghetto, the very first Jewish ghetto, uh, bringing you and our listeners around the world a perspective on Jewish history that a lot of people are not familiar with. And that's going to be happening in uh, mid-November. I believe the 20th and 21st are the two broadcast dates. And uh, we're getting ready for that journey and uh, bringing the uh, small yet uh, historic Venetian Jewish community a um, a feeling of great Jewish pride uh, through the Jewish Unity Initiative, which um, which enjoys a goal of doing just that, bringing uh, a Jewish pride and spirit and the unity and brotherhood uh, to communities around the world, very similar to what we did in Paris, but in a very different way uh, last year. So uh, we'll have more about that coming up as well here at JM and the AM. By the way, a shout out to a shout out to the New Jersey uh, gas stations that uh, seem to be employing an interesting strategy. I guess because I, the gas tax, I believe, starts tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, and I guess in an effort to uh, to not give uh, everybody a complete sticker shock, as New Jersey is going to go from one of the lowest prices on uh, gas in the country to one of the highest prices on gas in the country. Um, some of the gas stations, I noticed, have been slowly increasing <laughs> increasing the price of gas. So uh, for those of you out there who used to travel to New Jersey or at times do travel to New Jersey to 
to save or take advantage when you're in New Jersey to save on gasoline. Looks like uh, that practice is going to be coming to an end uh, this week. Uh, whether they're going to be raising it in one fell swoop or doing it slowly, uh, looks like it's going to be coming to an end very soon. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock Monday morning as we head back to school and back to work here at JM and the AM. Tomorrow, by the way, the return of the Yeshiva League Sports Update. You can tell that we are really getting uh, into our school year in earnest as we get set to um, present the Yeshiva League Sports Update. That's happening tomorrow, 720, with Elliot Weiselberg here at JM and the AM. So get ready for that and uh, all of our great programming all week long. Keep it right here at JM and the AM as we continue with Jakob Schwecki.
It's the sound of unity. We're linked in a chain to change the world. When you feel the strength, you spread the word. We're linked in a chain to change the world. When we get together, our voices Oh, oh, oh. 
J.M. and the A.M. with Ohad. Skula is the uh, name of that selection. Title track, Hakola Tova, done by David Gabe. You heard Eighth Day in there with uh, Hakel, Aryeh Kunstler, and Az Yashir. Yaakov Shweki had Ach Sameach. A minute before 7 o'clock on a Monday on this Erev Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan. Thanks for tuning in as we head back to school and back to work. The return of the Yeshiva League Sports Update is tomorrow morning. Starting at 7.20 Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. Elliot Weiselberg will join us in studio for that. Uh, that is tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Thursday, as we've been mentioning, both New York City Councilman David Greenfield and um, political commentator Jeff Balaban have agreed to um, be with us on Thursday for an election forum geared to our community. Uh, we will discuss in the 8 o'clock hour the upcoming election a week from tomorrow, Tuesday the 8th of November, and um, David Greenfield will be taking the Democratic side, Jeff Balaban, the Republican side, and we'll have a chance to discuss this very interesting upcoming election. 46 degrees, sunshine, and a high of 55. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. The Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Make sure you have the NSN app. Just search Nahum Siegel Network, either in your iPhone or your Android phone, or on your iPad, or whatever the case may be. And you'll be able to find Nahum Siegel Network and just play it all day long and certainly stay with us as JMNAM goes completely digital starting on December the 1st. As we will uh, move from terrestrial radio to an exclusive digital format, a digital platform, and we want everyone coming along with us. So make sure you are prepared for the big transition. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM and the שר האוצר כחלון מתייצב בעד הקמת תאגיד השידור הציבורי בהתבטאות פומבית ראשונה בעניין. הוא דיבר בוועדת הכספים של הכנסת. בהסכמים הקואליציוניים מופיע שראש הממשלה מתעסק עם התקשורת בסדר, אבל גם מופיע שכל הוצאה תקציבית מעבר לעשרה מיליון דורש את יצור שר האוצר. ולכן כל הטענות שזה פרורטיבה שלו אני מקבל אותם, אבל גם פרוקטיבה שלי לשמור על הכסף. אני לא מתכוון לוותר, ואם נצטרך להטיל את הווטו הזה בממשלה, אטיל אותו. כתבנו מיכאל שמש מציין כי כחלון הוסיף ואמר שהוא לא מתכוון לקצץ אף אגורה ממשרדי הממשלה על מנת לכסות על עלויות סגירת התאגיד. במקביל, נשיא המדינה ריבלין התייחס גם הוא לסערה הפוליטית ואמר, יש לדאוג שהשידור הציבורי יהיה מנותק מקומיסרים. כתבנו נועם קליין שמע אותו. שידור ציבורי הוא דבר... שחייב להיות קשר בלעדי בין הציבור לבין השידור. צריך לבוא ולהכריע ולהחליט מהו השידור הציבורי ולקבוע שהשידור הציבורי יהיה בלתי תלוי. נהג מאשדוד נידון לשנת מאסר בגין מעורבותו בתאונת פגע וברח. כתבנו רמי שני. יניב חרבון, בן 26, פגע עם מכוניתו באישה בשנות ה-40 לחייה, היא נפצעה קשה ונותרה על הכביש. חרבון המשיך בנסיעתו והסגיר את עצמו מאוחר יותר לידי המשטרה. הוא הורשע בהפקרה לאחר פגיעה, ולצד שנת המאסר שנגזרה עליו, הוא נידון לשלוש שנות פסילת רישיון ותשלום פיצויים בהיקף של עשרת אלפים שקל. 
הולך רגל כבן 45 נפצע קשה מפגיעת רכב בשדירות מנחם בגין בגבעת שמואל. צוות מד"א העניק לו טיפול רפואי ופינה אותו לבית החולים כשהוא מורדם ומונשם. מבקר המדינה דורש מהשר צחי הנגבי שלא להחליט בעניין חברת בזק עד שיסיים בעוד כשבועיים את הדוח בנושא שוק התקשורת. הנגבי הוסמך לנושא מאחר ושר התקשורת נתניהו נמצא בניגוד עניינים בשל קרבתו לבעלי בזק שאול אלוביץ'. מאות מתושבי הצפון מפגינים כעת מחוץ למשכן הכנסת בירושלים. מחאה על הוצאת תוכנית הסיוע לצפון מתקציב המדינה. כתבנו אריאל זיגלר שמע אותם. במהלך הדיון בוועדת הכספים של הכנסת הוצאו מספר מוחים לאחר שהתפרצו לחדר הוועדה וזרקו לעבר שר האוצר גלילי נייר. בספורט מאמן עירוני קריית שמונה מוטי איווניר פוטר מתפקידו, כתבנו נתנאל דרשן. לאחר שניצח רק במשחק אחד משמונת המשחקים שנערכו מתחילת העונה, הוחלט בקריית שמונה על סיום דרכו של איווניר, שמונה לתפקיד לקראת פתיחת העונה הנוכחית. מחליפו בתפקיד המאמן יהיה בני בן זקן, שאימן שם בעבר, ואף שימש קפטן הקבוצה במשך מספר שנים. על פי הודעת המועדון, בן זקן יישאר המאמן הקבוע עד תום העונה. מזג האוויר, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות, מחר גשם בצפון ובמרכז. אלה החדשות שעורכת קרן בן מרדכי. Einoi banui meyavoni U banui Midnoi Eboi nusheloi lom Ani oideya Shebeis hamikdosh hashlishi Einoi banui meyavoni U banui
Dame. Mari, 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 Mari,
ati al hakol mi
J.M. in the A.M. Shirley Williger. Eitan Freilach before that with Mari Varovim. You heard Lama done by Yassi Green. Lipa Schmelzer's Kaf Al Kaf. And from Avremel, uh, off of the Keep Climbing collection, you heard Kach Es Shali. Monday morning, JM in the AM on this Erev Rosh Chodesh Marcheshvan. Good morning, everybody. Tomorrow, we get a chance to explore the um, upcoming Ohel Gala, a big one coming up on the 22nd of November. We'll talk about that um, uh, tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Um, did I say 22nd? I meant 20th, 20th of November. So the Ohel Gala is coming up. We'll have a chance to speak about that tomorrow. Speaking of tomorrow, oh, also the uh, Atid Society at, um, at the um, uh, Kushner School in Livingston, New Jersey, has a, a major event coming up in a couple of weeks. And um, in advance of that event, Simcha Liner is going to be joining us tomorrow live here at JM in the AM, which we are looking forward to. Simcha Liner tomorrow. Here at JM in the AM, visiting us in the studio, which would be really cool. So make sure to be tuned in for that. Uh, also, our Yeshiva League Sports Update returns tomorrow morning. Elliot Weiselberg is going to be in. Again, the Yeshiva League Sports Update tomorrow right here at JM in the AM, and we are very much looking forward to it. It is um, a highlight of this time of year as the Yeshiva League Sports Update gives us uh, information each and every week about what's happening on the uh, Yeshiva League scene. And we hope everybody out there joins us every single Tuesday, and specifically tomorrow, for what will be the very first installment of the Yeshiva League Sports Update here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, and Esther Basar Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Each and every day... We say in the Shemona Esrei, Hashivenu avinu l'sarosecho, Hashem, return us to your Torah. Baruch ato Hashem, haroitzeh b'zeshuva. We bless Hashem because He wants and waits for all of us to do tshuva. We don't even know what the consequence could be of one misdeed. Zechariah Novi was stoned in the Azara. It was on Yom Kippur when he protested the idol that was brought into the base of Mikdash. His blood lay open on the floor for a hundred and fifty years. It continued to boil and bubble as a sign of Hashem's anger. The general, Nebuzaradan from Bovel, tried to appease him by killing thousands, koanim, chachomim, children, but the blood continued to bubble. Finally he called out, Zechariah, I've destroyed so many, the best of them. You want me to kill them all? At that point, the blood quieted. For the one aver of killing the Novi, so many thousands were killed. Nefoshos, that had no shaykhs to the murder of Zechariah. Tinokos, children that weren't even born then. Yet, this was the punishment for one aver. We learn in Vayikra, that you should love your friend like you love yourself. Rashi tells us, that this is a great klal in the Torah. And in fact, 
in Mesecha Shabbos it says, Zuhi kol ha-Torah kula. This is the entire Torah. Rav Elchonon Wasserman asks, what does this mean? If a person does one Avera, he can be machria himself in the entire world, lekaf choiva, to the side of demerit. All the good and the bad in the world has its shoresh in Kedusha, its root in holiness, or chas v'shalom, in tumah, in impurity. When a person commits a sin, he changes the goyrol ha'olam, the lot of the world. That is because there's more tumah, there's more spiritual impurity, and that gives koach to the side of evil. When a person does a mitzvah, they add to the side of kedusha, of holiness. They give power to the positive and to the blessing that's found in the world. And the entire world merits just by one individual doing one mitzvah, one good deed, learning one posuk, saying one capital of Tehillim. That's why it is That's the entire Torah. If you love your friend, if you care about your neighbor, then you'll be careful in everything that you do. It says, Great is repentance. Because of one individual that repents, The entire world is forgiven. We should take it upon ourselves to do tshuva, to repent, even for one misdeed. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM. It's uh, Monday morning. My thanks to Rabbi Goldwasser. Here we are on a Jam in the AM, Erev Rosh Chodesh. Well, I've mentioned we have a, a, a bunch of amazing things coming up, as usual, on the JM and the AM calendar, and one of them is our um, Jewish Unity Initiative to Venice, Italy, which is going to be happening in mid-November with a couple of great radio broadcasts, the 20th and 21st of November, uh, 21st and 22nd, more accurately, of November uh, from Venice, Italy, as um, we participate in the commemoration of the 500th year of the Venetian ghetto and bring a, uh, a Jewish music event and a spirit of Jewish unity to one of the smallest uh, Jewish communities uh, currently uh, on the planet. Uh, with us live via telephone is somebody who can speak about the incredible 500 years since the establishment of the uh, Venice Ghetto, and that is uh, Joya Perugia uh, Stolman, who is the curator of what is now being exhibited at the Israel Museum in Jerusalem. It's entitled Venetian Splendor, marking 500 years of the Venice Ghetto. Joya, shalom. Welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you for interviewing me. A pleasure to speak with you. I would assume, um, and I, I had the uh, privilege of being in Venice just a few weeks ago and seeing so much of, uh, of what is happening now and, uh, and, and uh, was able to uh, get a glimpse of the history of the 500 years by being there. I would assume that the, the, um, the reason that the exhibit... Uh, was planned now was in fact in commemoration of the 500th year of the ghetto. Yes. So now also, if you say that you've been in Venice, uh, we joined the Israel Museum, other institutions uh, in Italy, uh, abroad, and in Israel too, that commemorate this important event 500 years since the establishment of the first ghetto in the world. 
The Ghetto of Venice was established in the 29th of March, 1516. And actually what, you know, the Jews were enclosed in in an area which was isolated from the rest of the city. And, uh, you know, there is this contradiction, which is very important, because from one point of view, it's true that the Jews were enclosed there, forced to live there, but at the same time, it was the first time that they also could live permanently in one place. So therefore, this enabled also the Jews to floor, despite the poorness, despite, you know, a very, very crowded place and with limitations, it also enabled them to live a Jewish life, to flourish, and uh, from spiritual point of view, cultural and religious. So uh, also here in the Israel Museum, we wanted to commemorate this event, uh, and we have this small display which is called Venetian Splendor, marking 500 years of the Venice Ghetto. And also from the name, uh, we want uh, actually to show, let's say, this sort of of paradox, yeah. We we speak about ghetto and we speak about splendor. Right. Through our objects, we want to highlight the flourishing of the community. Yeah, and I want to I want to talk about I want to talk about those objects in a moment. But you make a point that's so important, and I'm sure it's one that'll come up uh, a lot when we travel as a as a show to Venice in just a couple of weeks, and that is that uh, Jews were forced to live in a specific area, but that also forced them to be a Jewish community. Is that a good way of putting it? Maybe we can say yes. I mean, they can, They were enabled to live a Jewish life, right. and they didn't have the fear anymore to be exiled again. Right. They lived permanently, so they could be in their own synagogue and decorate them, you know, with this most beautiful object. So it's all the time... Uh, contradiction because many of the majority were poor, but the richest one, you know, donated for the synagogues these splendid objects, really splendid, which ornamented and enriched the synagogues, which are also very, very beautiful. Yeah, Joya Perugia uh, Slutkin is, uh, Stolman rather, is with us live via telephone from Israel. Venetian splendor marking 500 years of the Venice ghetto on display at the um, Israel Museum. In Jerusalem. All right. Uh, as a curator, I am sure it's a process in terms of choosing objects that you think could tell this story in a proper way to people who've never seen it or may not even have heard of it. How, how do you go ahead and start collecting items and objects for this uh, exhibit? Okay. First of all, uh, we are really lucky at the museum that one of the Masterpieces that we have since the museum's inception in 1965 is the synagogue of Vittorio Veneto. It's mm-hmm. the, the interior, the complete interior of a synagogue. Vittorio Veneto is a little town northern of Venice that reflects the atmosphere and the style of the Venetian synagogue. So as a backdrop, first of all, we have this beautiful synagogue, and then we have a collection of ceremonial objects mostly of silver, uh, Torah crowns, Torah female, shields, uh, book bindings, which were part of our collections. Like we actually, some of them were already on the, our permanent display. Many of them, uh, we took them out of our storerooms. 
And so uh, let's say that all these exhibitions was made from objects that were here in the museum, even the majority of them for many, many years. Right. And except, you know, in addition to the silverwares, which are mostly of the 18th century, we have on display for the first time a beautiful Sera curtain from 1601, uh, which bears also the coat of arms of the Coins family, which are the hands in the, the priestly benediction, and also um, a beautiful tornamental uh, made of, uh, you know, in red and, and goldish uh, colors. So it, those are all objects that were collected through since the museum's inception, even before 1965, I would say, hmm. uh, and uh, some of them were a later addition in uh, 2013. But uh, actually, it's all objects which are part of our holding. Did you have an opportunity to see the exhibit that uh, has been uh, displayed in Venice itself over the last few months? No, unfortunately, uh, I wasn't uh, there. It was a very important exhibition in the Palazzo Ducale, Venice, the Jews, and Europe, and Europe. But I was there before in April. I was uh, I've been invited from the Jewish Museum in Venice to give a lecture about our synagogue, what I said before, the Vittorio Veneto synagogue, right. in comparison to the Venetian synagogues, which is really they are part of the same cultural, artistical world. Yeah. When we're there, one of the points we'll keep making is just how how small the ghetto is, and all these synagogues that you're discussing are within, you know, almost literally a few feet from each other. Yes, actually, it's, it's really amazing. First of all, the ghetto was a crowded neighborhood, a very, very crowded neighborhood. You can see there was this big square, very crowded buildings, with a lot of floors, you know, that were added all the time, like fla uh, floor, uh, the apartments were divided in two f floors sometimes, you know, because to enclose all this growing population that couldn't really grow in, um, in, this, in uh, extension. Right. You know, the, the, the ghetto was a limited area. They couldn't and grow out. They had to... area, there were five big major synagogues, which were, I say major because they were most important, but actually they were not big, and also some small uh, scuole, what you right. say, small synagogue, house of prayers. And there were the Scuola Tedesca, like the, Ger the Ashkenazi synagogue, the Scuola Spagnola, the Spanish, the Levantine, and the, the Italian one, and the Scuola Canton, which is another Ashkenazi synagogue. They were five beautiful ornamented synagogues which reflect so much the Venetian style of the same period because this we have to understand all the objects reflect very much the style of the place where they were done because these also uh, demonstrate the interaction that was between the Jewish the Jews and the, uh, and the Christian neighborhood yeah the uh, it was like the ghetto was a closed area, but it was open from during the day. It was closed in the night, and in the in the hours that it was open, uh, Jews could get out, Christians could come in. There were trade uh, links, and uh, you know everything was really active and noisy and uh, crowded. And uh, we have to imagine really a very alive place. No question about it. And walking through those synagogues and the entire area is uh, is is quite something. You really do feel the history, and we'll we'll have an opportunity again 
uh, with our listeners to do that uh, coming up in just a couple of weeks in Venice itself. The exhibit is at the Israel Museum in Jerusalem. It's called Venetian Splendor, marking 500 years of the Venice ghetto, the very first ghetto. Uh, the curator is uh, Joya Perugia uh, Stolman, and um, she has put together this uh, entire exhibit, which you can see at the Israel Museum. And some of the objects are really incredible. It's 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 remarkable to think <laughs> that they were able to uh, to afford and go ahead and uh, and create these types of pieces back then. Yeah, I thank. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I wanted also just to point that I didn't uh, remember recall now that the word ghetto mm-hmm. is a Venetian word. Right. That means foundry. Right. It's the place, the metal foundry uh, that became the Venice Ghetto. The Jews were put in these neighborhoods. Uh, at first, it was a foundry. So the word ghetto, it's a Venetian word that today, it's a cosmopolitan world used for other ghettos also. Yeah, Usually people think about the Warsaw Ghetto, Harlem mm-hmm. Ghetto, but actually the world started in Venice. That it's is, a Venetian term. That's where it all became. That's where it all began, and that's where it eventually applied to all enclosed Jewish neighborhoods. All because of 500 years ago, in Venice. Uh, Joya Todaraba, thanks so much for joining us, and good Devakasha. luck. Good Thank luck. Thank you, and come to see the exhibition. We hope to, and we're in Jerusalem. And good luck with the exhibit. It's uh, happening at the Israel Museum in Jerusalem. Venetian splendor, marking 500 years of the Venice ghetto. It's now through the middle of 2017. More coming up 14 minutes before 8 o'clock. JM in the AM, we mentioned the Jewish Unity Initiative is going to be heading to Venice, and we're going to be there uh, for two great radio broadcasts starting on the 21st of November because of this 500 years of the Venetian ghetto. And uh, one of the things we're going to be doing, as has become our habit with the Jewish Unity Initiative, is leaving a gift of great Jewish music for the uh, Jews who are living in Venice and the surrounding areas. Uh, there are a few hundred Jews who are there at this time and who uh, rarely, as you can imagine, are able to participate in Jewish cultural events. But one of the things we're doing is bringing them some incredible music, uh, including a gentleman from Israel uh, who's going to be joining us in Venice specifically for that specific Motzei Shabbat for the big performance, and that's Itzik Dadia. And here he is at JM in the AM. Ah! 
Shabbat Shalom 
the AM. Uh, Simcha Liner is going to join us tomorrow as the Atid Society at the uh, Kushner School gets ready to welcome him for a major event coming up in November. It's going to be a very exciting concert going on here in New Jersey. We get to speak to Simcha Liner about it tomorrow here at JM in the AM, so join us for that. Um, should be a lot of fun, no doubt about that. Uh, Yaakov Shweki before that with Chaim Shal Shalom. You heard Itzik Dadya with Mi Adir. He is part of the Jewish Unity Initiative, as we said. Uh, earlier this morning, he is part of the lineup for a uh, musical gift that we're going to be leaving the Jews of Venice with uh, toward the end of November when we do our Jewish Unity Initiative programming from Venice in commemoration of the 500th commemoration, 500th year commemoration of the Venetian ghetto. Uh, and we will be there, and Itzik Dadya will be among the performers that Saturday night uh, coming from Israel to join with everybody and uh, treat the uh, Venetian Jewish community and its surroundings. Uh, with a wonderful musical presentation. It's Erev Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan on this JM in the AM Monday morning, and I thank you so much for joining us. Yes, tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, the first of a two-day Rosh Chodesh. Tomorrow we'll find out more about the uh, big Ohel Gala that's coming up on the 20th of November. We'll have information about that tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Uh, we'll also uh, introduce the 5777 edition of the Yeshiva League Sports Update. That'll be happening tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Getting set for that. Hey, we want to wish a Mazel Tov. We want to wish a Mazel Tov to um, the uh, Grazi and uh, Lazarus families. Mazel Tov to Tamar Grazi and the Jacob Lazarus who got married last night. To Leslie and Dr. Richard Grazi and to uh, Donna and Dr. Michael Lazarus, both of Flatbush, Brooklyn. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. We hear it was quite an amazing celebration. So mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, a reminder, Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show follows us after JM in the AM on the NSN app and on jmnam.org and com. You can catch it all uh, by tuning in and by staying tuned in to this great uh, network right after JM and the AM. And on the next live edition of the Israel Show at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, in the aftermath of the UNESCO decision regarding Harabayit, um, you'll hear the reaction of Arab members of Knesset and of the Israeli media helping us understand how we got here in the first place. And as always, the uh, Israeli music mix of brand new and nostalgic music. It's all happening on the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten starting at 9 o'clock right after JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. NachumSiegel.com, NSN app, NachumSiegel Network app. That's how you search, by the way. On your Android phone or on your iPhone or your iPad, you search NachumSiegel Network. That's how you install the app on your phone or on your iPad. Um, that's how you get ready for the big transition here coming up in just a couple of weeks uh, at JM in the AM. Erev Rosh Chodesh, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app.
in the AM. That's Yoni Z with uh, Ode on a jam in the AM Monday morning. Uh, before that, Yummy Lowy, Yummy Lowy with Kolatov. And Yummy Lowy was simply spectacular last night. Had the uh, privilege of being with the Iron Teitelbaum Orchestra uh, up at the atrium last evening for an incredible wedding celebration. And Yummy Lowy and Yisrael M, the entire orchestra, and Iron Teitelbaum and Joe B, and uh, the 20 musicians, simply uh, remarkable uh, in their... Um, Simcha presentation, as you would, as you would suspect, and we take this opportunity uh, to wish a Mazel Tov to the uh, uh, Eisenberger and Safran families um, from all of us here at JM and the AM. Yoni and Tova married last night, and uh, to the Safrans, uh, Yankee and Shifi up in uh, Muncie, New York, and to the Eisenbergers, Yidel and the uh, Lauren and the entire family in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Uh, who are hallmarks of the uh, Flatbush Jewish community and uh, very involved, the Aguda of Avenue L, and um, a great Askanim uh, in the community there and beyond. We wish them a very special Mazda from all of us here at JM in the AM. So to the Safran and Eisenberger families, Mazel Tov, an absolutely beautiful and incredible wedding celebration last night. Yumi Lowy, lead singer with the Iron Teitelbaum Orchestra. And to uh, Yoni and Tova, we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Erev Rosh Chodesh Mar morning on a Monday here at JM in the AM with sunshine and a high temperature of 55. Uh, coming up on Thursday, we take a close look at election 2016. David Greenfield and Jeff Balaban. They are taking the respective Democratic and Republican sides. We speak with them Thursday morning in what we call a uh, an election forum in hour number three of JM in the AM coming up on Thursday. Should be interesting to hear what they have to say as uh, the election takes place a week from tomorrow. Hard to believe that the election is a week from tomorrow, but it is actually taking place a week <laughs> from tomorrow. Erev Rosh Chodesh, JM in the AM with the uh, Waterbury album uh, and this election at JM in the AM. Yeah. 
and the AM. Nigun Shalshelis, done by Shalshelis, off of the Connections CD. Yehuda Green before that with Misha Asa on this Arab Rosh Chodesh morning. Rosh Chodesh begins tonight. Avram or Avram Free with Kihir Besa. Waterbury Yeshiva had gum here at JM. The AM. 46 degrees, sunshine, a high temperature of 55. Well, one of the things we keep talking about is that uh, very soon, on December 1st, we're going to be transitioning to a complete digital platform. Uh, we're going digital. JM and the AM is going digital. This is an announcement that was made back on September the 20th. Uh, this radio program will continue seamlessly and will be bigger and better than ever um, in its new, uh, on its new platform, I should say. Uh, it will not be on uh, terrestrial radio anymore starting December the 1st, and that's why I want to make sure that everybody out there has what they need to transition and to make this as seamless as it is for those who are listening around the world, who will not know the difference at all, and for those who listen uh, through the app and through the computer and through the listen line, etc., in the New York, New Jersey area. One of the people who was extremely excited about this move to all digital format, and in some ways I think he says he predicted it years ago, uh, and has been uh, instrumental in um, giving us information to give to our listeners uh, whenever we're asked about the uh, uh, the transition, how people can transition smoothly, is uh, Aaron Schechter. Aaron Schechter from Adorama. Uh, they have been incredible supporters of this radio program through the years, and uh, they want nothing more than our incredible success. And uh, today he can answer some basic questions for us, so that everybody out there who's curious about how they can get themselves and others, like family members and friends, to easily make this transition to go ahead and do so. Aaron Schechter, Adorama, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hey, Nachum, good morning. How are you? Everything is wonderful. I know this is a very, very busy time of year for you. Those, uh, those out there who have the calendar know that Thanksgiving and a major holiday season are right around the corner. So this is not easy for you to dedicate time to us, so I greatly appreciate it. Malcolm, this is great. This is so important to me. You know, this news of you guys going digital broke out and is more important than, than all the WikiLeaks that came out. <laughs> this is this is no, this is really amazing. I'm so excited about it because my job and Adorama's job will be to make this transition as seamless as possible to help all your listeners. Listen all the time to the best music for the 30 X years that we've had the privilege of having you. I now, yes, I, 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 I'm probably more excited than you about it <laughs> for two reasons. Because when I, 30 years ago, would try to listen to the station, I would move my bed and the antenna from side to side to enjoy your morning programming. And with this digital transition it's seamless it's great there's no antennas it's clear as day you couldn't hear better programming in the world yeah crystal crystal clear is certainly uh one of the things we're going for and that is uh, uh certainly going to be one of the advantages that's for sure i, I want to ask you a couple of questions so you can guide sure. so you can guide people appropriately and and hopefully you know a lot of people who've raised their concerns to me about their own listening habits and you know felt that they'd never be able to listen to us again uh about 25 to 30 seconds 
into my answer to them and other staff members' answers to them, all of a sudden they realize, oh, I, I can be a listener every day without any problem. So I'd like you to, to help me in easing everyone's fears out there and letting them know how easy it'll be to transition, how they'll benefit from it in the long run. So, so, so first of all, um, in terms of the ease of listening to JM and the AM on a computer or an iPad, uh, and I say ease because um, many people, especially in the older part of our community, are used to, you know, one touch, one button, and, and that's it. And they have the program uh, uh, there at the ready. Am I correct that with a computer or an iPad, they can still have it at the ready with one touch? You are 1,000% correct. I mean, it's the old guys like me that are over 50 that have ADD that can't program a computer. We don't have to program anything. The same way you can put in those call numbers, 1010-880, instead of putting in a number, you put in an address. And the address takes about five to six seconds to put in. And if those who do not want to put an address can get your app downloaded, it takes five Less, less, than, less than two minutes right. from the App Store or being used on a Apple device, which is an iOS device, right. or an Android device. And it is so easy and so safe because if those applications won't be residing in those stores if there was any problem of it not being an application that's going to work. Seamlessly. Correct. So last night, for instance, at the Saffron Eisenberger wedding, I was telling some people that we were discussing, actually, how if there is, for instance, and this is really for everybody, but let me give it for instance, a senior citizen in one's life, right, someone's mom or grandmother or whoever, you know, who, who and they're afraid they're not going to be able to be, deal with the advanced technology, if one purchases for them an iPad, for instance, they can set it up that all they have to do is touch the app every morning and they can keep it on all day long. That's it. That's all they have to do. And for those who want to use an Internet radio, we can do the same thing for them. And for those who still need a handholding, we'll have a special number at Adorama, especially for the WFMU listeners, the 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 knocking the knocking. And it's and listeners to call us up so we can help set up these listeners so they have a seamless transition to listen to your programming 24-6. All right. Now, uh, Aaron Schechter is with us from Adorama, always been very supportive in more ways than one of everything we do. You just mentioned something very important because I was concentrating for a moment on the iPad and the uh, ability of somebody to set it up for somebody in their life to you know literally have you know one touch at the ready but you just brought up web radios and a lot of pe- even people who are familiar and and are more technically inclined may not realize the benefit of a web radio and if i'm not mistaken you could tell us i think they come at all different types of price points so if people want you know something really good and and very reliable you have that and if someone needs something on the less expensive end people have that as well describe what people need to know when shopping for a web radio they need to know 1-800 number to call adorama if they need help you're talking a product that ranges from 79 dollars all the way up to the 349, 399, which is not needed to listen to, to the station. And what happens? What, what, what happens is you just simply program it, and just like you would with an iPad, touch of a button, and it's there all day? 
It's correct. At a touch of a button, and the beauty is, it's crystal clear. You don't have to worry about moving those rabbit ears. It works. <laughs> it, 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 it It's seamless. Uh, are it, th- it is fantastic. Are they easy to program? Because at this point, you know, even someone my age considers the iPad, you know, something easy to program in, in terms of installing apps. Can one buy a web radio and easily program it? If they're not up in eight and a half minutes, then there's an issue. <laughs> Anybody can do it. It's really simple. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that my eight-year-old article is more technically advanced than myself, and on the iPad, he's able to do things in 30 seconds that take me a minute and right. a half. That's it's why. really, really simple. That's why when someone says to me that they're nervous about this transition, yet they have the equipment, I say to them, just speak to your grandchild. Just speak to your grandchild. They will, <laughs> they will say, or, or speak to your son or daughter if they're young enough. They will set you up without any problem at all and tell you and show you exactly what to do. Now, Aaron, what about speakers? If people want to enhance their listening experience, uh, whether it's from a phone or an iPad, a web radio. I assume there's zillions of speakers that are compatible with all of them, right? There's a zillion speakers, and, and, and it's Bluetooth, another technology. Again, I want to get into, to, into technology in another call, but with a Bluetooth speaker, it's as easy as pairing a phone in the car with your cell phone. Right. That also takes about not longer than two minutes, and the sound is great, and the beauty is, there are no wires. Mom, no wires attached. Wow. So you can listen to this anywhere, anytime, any place. Listen, Nachum, people are scared will change. Change is good, especially in this case. And Rabbi Yudin said on Friday, it was Pasha's He said, fresh and new. Right. This is what it's all about. Come December 1st, it's fresh and new. And one more point, Nachum, it's Easy, fresh, new, and easy, and <laughs> seamless. That's the four main points that I want to get across to every listener. And those who are scared, who are over 50 like me, <laughs> you know something? There's an 800 number. We're going to help you through this process. All right. You're going to have so many more listeners and happy listeners. It's amazing. From around the world, I might add. All right. Uh, do you want to, is there a number yet? Is this something that we're going to announce uh, in the subsequent days? Well, how, how do people get information? We're going to do this in the next phone call. We're going to have the uh, our call-in so people can ask them questions as well. And we're going to have an 800 number to be able to tell all the listeners. All right. So anything that they have questions about, uh, you'll be able to help them out. Your staff will be able to do so. So, Aaron Schechter, you'll be at Adorama today, right? If our listeners walk in today, they can see you and your staff today. Correct. All right. And they'll see me wearing a, a, a NSN T-shirt now saying we're... this is the best thing since sliced bread. Now we're talking. Uh, and the address at Adorama, please. It's 42 West 18th Street, all right, between people, 5th and 6th Avenue. So that's one way that people can get information about all of this. Correct, we, and, of, and of course through the web, www.adorama.com. You can tell I'm over 50. I'm saying the W. <laughs> Usually it's adorama.com, and now you know my age. Either way, uh, people can get information, and I thank you, and we'll talk more about this because we need experts in this area to calm everybody down and to make sure everybody's prepared for the transition come December 
the first. And I was encouraged, by the way, because I, like I said, I was at a beautiful event last night, wedding up at the atrium, and I was encouraged. A lot of people came over and said they've Dafka gone out of their way to make sure that people in their lives are already covered for this big change. So I'm glad that people are being proactive about it and uh, getting ready for all of this. Malcolm, I want to leave you with one last thought. Sure. Yes, it's a transition, but we are here to help those listeners. And as I mentioned, change is a bit scary, but this is the best thing to ever happen, and you'll never have a death spot. You'll never have a death spot. It'll always be crystal clear. Malcolm, I, I am, I'm probably more excited about this than you. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> but, but you're, you're certainly at the proper level of excitement, I can tell you that much. Aaron, thank you so much. We're going to continue doing this and uh, reminding people that how important it is to make this change and to uh, do so before December 1st. I thank you so much for all your words of encouragement and all your advice. Malcolm, have a great day. Thank you. Aaron Schechter from Adorama, uh, one of the people that has been very helpful in uh, helping us with this transition and uh, is uh, encouraging people to contact him and his staff. If you have any questions, they'll be more than happy to lead you through the whole process of this uh, amazing transition. December 1st, we are all digital. You want to listen to JM and the AM in the New York, New Jersey area, and you don't already only listen on archives or the app or the listen line or the uh, web radio, and you want to make sure to make the transition to one of those, you can be with us every single weekday morning starting December 1. 15 minutes before 9 o'clock, you're listening to JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM with um, Shlomo Katz. Pretty amazing, huh? Coming up, right after Jam in the AM, it's going to be another great edition of the uh, Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Uh, Mayor today is going to be uh, talking about UNESCO and a very interesting approach. Uh, today he'll uh, speak about the aftermath of the UNESCO decision regarding Harabayat, and you'll hear the reaction of the Arab members of Knesset and the reaction of the Israeli media. And Mayor claims this will help us understand how we got here in the first place. As always, the Israeli music mix, brand new and nostalgic music, and plenty more all happening with um, Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show following us right here at uh, jmnam.org, and of course... Uh, and on the NSN app, when you search for the app, by the way, on your Android or iPhone, search Nahum Siegel Network. That is the best 100% way to make sure it gets installed into your device. Search Nahum Siegel Network, and you'll be all set for our big transition coming up. Uh, tomorrow we get to speak with Simcha Liner. We mentioned the Atid Society at the Kushner School takes place, uh, their event rather takes place later this month. Talk about that big event tomorrow with some Kaliner in studio. Ohel has their big gala coming up the 20th of the month. Speak about that tomorrow morning as well. Shiva League Sports Update comes back tomorrow morning. We're looking forward to that. Our election forum, City Councilman Greenfield and Jeff Balaban, Thursday here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to that. Jewish Unity Initiative has been announced for uh, Venice, Italy. Uh, we'll be there the 21st and 22nd of November with broadcasts from the uh, 500-year commemoration of the Venetian ghetto. Uh, Itzik Dadya, among the artists that will be performing Saturday night before those broadcasts for the Venetian Jewish community, as we've announced our Jewish Unity Initiative gift, our concert for the community there and the surrounding communities. We're going to be coming together that Saturday night. We are looking forward to yet another amazing mission of Jewish unity, Jewish music, and Jewish brotherhood, all happening... Um, in the second half of November, um, here at JM in the AM. So get ready for that. Um, and as and I and I can't thank Aaron Schechter enough for his enthusiasm, his unbridled enthusiasm for the fact that we are going all digital. He has been uh, one of the people that has been predicting this for years, and uh, knows that. Uh, knows the importance of a smooth transition so that listeners everywhere in the New York, New Jersey area, obviously everywhere else, uh, listeners are used to it, but in the New York, New Jersey area, uh, he knows the importance of a smooth transition. If there's anything that he and his uh, company at Adorama can do for us and for you as a listener, they are more than willing to do it. Any advice they can give in terms of what you need in your home or on the road, um, they are ready to do that. And if you have specific questions about the transition, whether it's about the listen line or data or um, or installing the app uh, or web radios or anything, you can contact by email yoni at nachomsiegel.com. Yoni, Y-O-N-I at nachomsiegel.com, and he'll be able to converse with you via email um, regarding uh, all these issues and um, and hopefully solve any problem that you might foresee 
All right, so Yoni, Y-O-N-I, Nahum Siegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com for more information. Wrapping up a Monday with Yaakov Shweki. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. For our listeners, sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM Dial, broadcasting live 
from the Sony and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jamnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show is next at NahumSiegel.com and the NSN app. If you don't have the app, make sure to search Nahum Siegel Network in your in your store on your phone and install that ASAP. Mayor Weingarten is next with an amazing live presentation on this era of Rosh Chodesh morning. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.